how how is thesis life, my dear? How is how is it? How does it go? Is it the continued path of education? Being that this is the uh, third thesis that I've written in my life, um, it's going as well as it could go. <laughs> Have you learned anything in the previous two theses that are helping in this thesis? Um. Um. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot of work. <laughs> it's just a lot of work, very tedious work, especially if it's qualitative research. I feel you. Is a thesis pretty much just like a long ass paper or like, like, is I it mean, like structured a certain way? Uh, what are we comparing it to? Like our MLA format high school oh no paper. we do APA we do APA MLA is oh it's not just like an intro body paragraphs and then a conclusion I mean kind of <laughs> kind of it's just a it's lot more work more especially research. depending on especially depending on the type of research you do too you know a qualitative mm. you're dealing with more of of uh interviews field research and all that kind of stuff where quantitative is more surveys more statistics which is trash so interviews it you. is yeah and like it is like your whole um degree is tied to like communications and like digital content creation or is it just like anything that ties to just like storytelling or like having products or like how what does it cover because i remember you were saying it's like film yeah, it, it covers, I mean, because it's a university level, it's a lot of, we did a lot of theoretical work. Media and creative industries, I think that's also a very broad, um, what do you call, broad subject program. So that allows me to kind of have my hand in a lot of different industries, mainly entertainment, but I can also do advertising, branding, and so on and so forth. It's It's broad, which is nice. Because that means like you can have, you can dabble in a lot of other things and still be relatively qualified in a way or get away with being relatively qualified. But because it's so broad, it's kind of like, you know, there's a beauty in studying something like nursing. Like you finish school, that's your job. You're a nurse, you know, and it's kind of already set out. You don't need to look for a job because I mean, yeah, you do. But in terms of occupation, you're a nurse you know, or you can go through the ranks within a hospital. But like when you do stuff like this or tourism management, which was my bachelor's, it's more of cool. Yeah, I have a sector where I can find jobs, but it's still relatively broad, which is nice. But there are some downsides as well, I think. I feel you. Are you going to want to like help out with St. Martin's tourism or like how St. Martin is branding itself like as a place to explore and go or is it more of like you want to be in like entertainment and help with like more interesting types of like creation whether it be for like commercial ads or like yeah I rather do I that know, I like the creative films, aspects of that. Like that yeah I, li I like the creative aspects of that side I really like to you know work with creativity I feel like tourism for me that program people are probably gonna think this is a little um crazy but i used that bachelor's to get out of st martin i didn't know what i wanted to do but i knew that my time to leave was then 
I knew that if I took a year off to try to figure my shit out in terms of what I wanted to study, I wouldn't have studied because I always classified myself as not a school person, despite the fact that I've both gotten a bachelor's, a pre-master's, and I'm about to finish my master's. Um, but I know that if I didn't ha- didn't continue, that I would have stopped. And so the bachelor's for me was was like, a okay, I can get out of St. Martin. I can get a bachelor's so I have something to lean on if I decided to pursue something else. And it was an experience. And I'm glad I did it, obviously. Like, um, I have something to fall back on. I learned so much, both um, academic-wise and just life-wise. And with this pre-master's and, and master's in the media and creative industries, I it's so much more inter- interesting. In the two years that I've been doing this program, I think I have performed way better academically than I did in the four years of my bachelor's. And that just goes to show that my interest also lied somewhere somewhere else. So I think I'm going to follow the more creative route rather than the tourism route. Plus, I'm sorry, I love my island, proud to be a St. Martiner, but they got a lot of shit they need to get through. So for me to think about going back and living there and creating a life for myself, a, another life for myself than what I lived when I was um, younger, I mean, yeah, they got a lot of shit that they need to figure out. Stop building shit on one of our nicest beaches, one. You know, how about get our government in fucking check? Two. Actually, two, three, four. And that should be like, I feel you. I feel you. I guess I'm curious, like talking off St. Martin real quick, like when people, when people in the Netherlands, like hear that you're from St. Martin, like, do they assume that like, because like, I feel like in America, like people typically assume if you're black that you've been through like some traumatic ass life, you know what I mean? And you had to like break down a bajillion doors just to like, get a chance at anything i'm curious like in the mm-hmm. netherlands do people like feel that way when you say like oh i'm from like an island or are they usually like oh my god like really you island or yes that um it's always really like or it's either where is that or really or really why did you come here what are you doing here when the weather back home is so it's always like a set of five relatively the same standard responses standard responses exactly and then it's kind of you got to go through the same conversation at a certain point hopefully a lot of other people from st martin um i know they go through that as well where it's like the same conversation of what are you doing here um i'm here to study and get a degree and it's like oh but it's such great weather and and i can imagine the lifestyle back home it's like you know yeah you're right, but also, you know, I need to... We ain't got shit to do, it. so... Yeah, we got shit to do, <laughs> plus Dutch passports, so it's easier for us to transition here um, legally and all. Legally. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. It's funny when people think that it's like, when they think they know the island, but really they don't know, and like they convince themselves that they know, and they've been there, and I'm like, babe, I'm really, I'm like getting this gut instinct that you think this is a different island than what I'm telling you. And they're like, yeah, you know, like I went to St. Thomas too. I'm like, oh, yep, you were already I went to St. Thomas too. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'm like, babe, we're, we're off track. Different, yeah, different not the same island. island, same region though. Not so good on you for that. I've had that here. Obviously, a lot of people 
um, try to locate it in in uh, in terms of Curacao and Aruba, because I mean a lot of Dutch people go to Curacao, and also KLM does a lot of deals going to Curacao. But in America, it's always Jamaica. Yeah, in or terms like of just where like the is that close Island. to Jamaica? Nope, not close to Jamaica. But again, good. Like you got the region, so good on you. Um, yeah, and then here. It's either Curacao or Aruba. Is that close to Curacao? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, sure. Like, even, even still, like I'm like, yeah. If you if we're not on most maps, I'm like that is a fact. Like we're pretty much always forgotten. But Google, yeah. Google didn't forget us. So we're that little speck on the map nice. that you think is that you think is like dirt. It's not a good <laughs> you, place. You go to yeah, wipe exactly. it out. Like you think it's a smudge, but really yeah. it's like my whole country. But mm-hmm. no. I guess, like, so when did you get into bouldering? Like, how how did this start? Like, because I know I've seen Alanda doing a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's I wasn't like... sure, like, did Alanda start first? And then, like, you, like, were going with her? Like, how did this, how did this thing, like, is this just the thing that people be doing? Like, no, I think we both, we both kind of started doing it. And then I remember I told her, that I was bouldering. So she goes, oh, I also boulder. And then that was kind of like a fun surprise. And she mm. has the boulder gyms that she goes to in Den Haag. It's, it's, um, it's can be challenging depending on, on the roots. So bouldering is pr- how I describe it is pretty much like rock climbing, but PG 13, you're not on a line. You're not connected to anything. Um, it's not that high, but it is high enough that if you were to fall wrong, you could hurt yourself. Um, and yeah, there's in my gym, I think, I don't know about all the other boulder halls, but in the one that I go to, there's, I think seven different levels, I think. And each level is, uh, color coordinated and each level is obviously, um, a difficulty. And with that, you know, the roots are, are set different, you know, the holes become different. Um, it's, it's a lot about technique. And when you see people who are more, who, who are more, uh, what do you call it? Who are, are more experienced, you could, it looks so easy because the way that they move, it's very dynamic and there's a lot of techniques that go into it. And a lot of ways that you kind of need to learn to sustain yourself so that you can reach the final boulder. And you, when you see them do it, they, it, they make it look so easy. But it's also like a fun way of exercising too. That's how I look at it. It's not just going to the gym and. It seems like a whole body workout because you're constantly moving with body weight and you need to like balance yourself and like all of these different positions to get yeah, to yeah, the yeah. top. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever tried definitely. timing? Like how much calories it burns to do that? Like do one of the the levels? No, but I would recommend if if. Um, people are interested in sportive activities and kind of challenging yourself. I think bouldering is a really interesting uh, sport to try out because it's also, it's, it's, you can also kind of bet with yourself. You challenge yourself to be like, okay, you know, I've done this one. So let's, let's see if I can do this one. Let's see how far I get. Let's, let's see if, you know, you kind of like challenge yourself and, and set goals for yourself. And when you meet them, it is very, uh, it is very nice. I feel you. Like, empowering. You're like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, I just climbed that. I guess it's yeah. like, do you jump from the top when you're there or you have to climb back down? Like, I mean, I do jump because I am lazy to climb back down. 
<laughs> so it's kind of just like I don't want to I just climb my ass back up here I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to climb my way back down so I do jump um but it is also a, a training that you do climb back down you kind of like figure out your route back down and, and ways to move your body and do that stuff too I see yeah. and can you translate that to like real rock climbing or like you're like I would never actually climb a mountain oh i i don't i'm not qualified enough to even answer that okay, because i okay. feel like it, it can help you're kind of entering the world of, of of that you're kind of entering that world so it it would help in a way instead of just jumping into rock climbing one time and you're like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i think um it does help it kind of sets the tone is the best way to say it but yeah yeah i, I just i, just I sure would say was, though like, training for it you know no, 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 it's its own sport, but it, it does kind of introduce you to that world. I will say, though, the uh, when you do it for the first time or if you haven't done it in a while and you go, the muscle pain the next day, that shit kills. That shit kills. Like, it where goes, is sore? It, like, your arms? Like, your, your butt, arms, like sometimes your, your core, abs, like, because obviously you're engaging. Obviously, you're engaging your core on certain moves. Sometimes one leg is more sore than the other because you're using it more. You know, your back on a certain area. Yeah, your neck sometimes. I think that's interesting because it is at least working, like, different muscle groups that, like, maybe a regular, you know, exercise regimen would miss because you're, like, doing yeah. all these weird contortions. But I guess, like, what, like, is that typically how you stay active out there? And, like, you know, obviously, I know you're riding bikes in sh inches, but. Yes, or is the bike there, like, is my trans. I feel you. <laughs> I, I, I think that that is interesting bike life in the Netherlands. But I guess, like, is there, like, is there a student gym at, like, your campus? Or, like, do you mostly just stay active with the bouldering? And I mean, because you're pretty um, fit. Like, go... you've always been pretty fit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't really been working out. I mean, the most of my workouts, which is kind of sad now, is like biking. I'll go for walks sometimes, emphasis on sometimes, and then bouldering from here and there. No gym. I don't know, man. It's also too hot to be sitting in, sit in a room lifting weights. Facts. I was doing hot yoga in like a heat wave here, and I was low key like, "Why am I doing this?" Like, I'm like you're <laughs> sweating just to sweat <laughs> outside again. Like, I'm like, no. Hot and yoga you knew it was hot because they like gave you like a cool rag afterwards. Oh, oh no, hot yoga! I'm telling you, is crack. It is my crack. I, I am. will chant it from the mountain tops. If you can find it, if you can do it, people try it. It is amazing. Like even now, regular yoga ain't shit. Like I just like I but need you, it. Is like, it just it's so good? Is it just a room with closed windows and then just like? Okay, so I don't know. Like maybe it might be different from like studio, you know, to studio. Yeah. But like at least the one that I go to, if there is like so, there's like a room, you know, just like imagine like a regular room with like like wood floors or whatever and then there's like two big ass heaters like near the like entrance door and then there's like the rest of the room and they have like these like little i want to say like humidifier or like heat i don't know little thingies just like in the corners and then there's like the like an extra exit door like imagine like an emergency door mm -hmm. and 
most i feel like most studios have it where they have like maybe a wall of heater so like the room is generally the same temperature at this place because the big ass heaters are like near the entrance like you can kind of position yourself based on like how much heat you want to experience assuming it's not like a packed ass class you know and Mm -hmm. then um so i usually go like more towards the exit door because to be under them heaters is not it like it is oh my god i don't understand how people be under them because i feel like i would be dying of just heat exhaustion that's how hot it is um and then typically like you have depending on the class so like there are like two like more traditional classes so you have your hot hatha and like your hot vinyasa and hatha to me is more of like a intro if you're like not 100% into yoga or anything like hatha to me would be like the intro and vinyasa is like the more like hardcore flow because it's more of a flow whereas hatha is like a very specific sequence of moves and the thing that I like about it is like it's guided so like I don't have to think about what the next position is like I kind of just listen to the instructor and focus on my breath and my body and it's nice to be in a room with like other people also doing the same thing um but then it's like the same kind of flow every time so like you're still building like the like different muscle groups and like depending on the professor like or the 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 guide they might like tweak the flow a little bit based on like oh like we want to focus on building arm strength this month or like building back strength or building like flexibility um they might tweak the class for that and then it's like the same kind of flow every time and I like it because I can already like for one it helps you get deeper into your stretches and for me the reason I did it was because I really wanted to stretch out like my legs and my low back because I felt like that was giving me a lot of like just like pain you know and annoyingness Mm. that I didn't really like and just like through so I started like when like January of last of this year yeah January of this year is when I started and till now like I can already feel so much deeper in just like my low back like I can feel parts of my low back that I've probably never really paid that much attention to to be like oh damn like I can really go that deep back there and there still be more to like stretch out like it's crazy um and just like building, are you all like slipping see, like, on the mats building strength oh uh, so this is what I learned because when I first got <laughs> there I just had like a regular yoga mat just like anybody else and then I started to realize like these people would have these like this other like towel thing on top of their yoga mat and they would be pouring water on it and I'm like why the fuck like why are these people pouring water on their yoga mat like I really didn't get it I was like what is up with these people and then one day this girl came up to me and she was like oh like why don't you have one of those like mats and I was like oh like I just don't know like what it's for and I'm trying to be cheap you know so I was like I need it I ain't getting it like you know just extra shit that you know the yogis want i'm like i need it um and she was like oh no 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 like it helps like protect your mat because like obviously you're sweating like all the time like your mat is gonna get dirty you know like you want to keep it clean and she was like it also helps with like your grip which is why they wet that thing so i was like oh like interesting so then i bought one um and yeah now i use that on top of my mat so it helps with like the slipping and stuff like that because it has like these grippies on the back of it that like grip Mm -hmm. into my mat um and so usually like slipping and stuff isn't too much of an issue for me um honestly like i feel like my biggest issue anytime is just like staying with my breath staying focused with my breath not like like trying to stay present in the movement 
um and just like being persistent because there's sometimes where like you just be wanting to like go in your child's pose and just woosah um but then i have to be like no like you got this like you're almost there you know just just keep pushing and then by the time you're done in savasana i'm just like melting into my mat and then like it feels so good like you sleep really well like I can feel like like I'd be giving myself freaking chiropractor treatments, bro. Just like crack, 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 crack. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be everything. And like low key, like subconsciously, I think like one of the other reasons that I do it is because I think of yoga as like a form of sacred geometry. And like mm-hmm. when we as like beings that have bodies like flow in this sacred geometry, I believe that like it helps um, connect us to like the 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 source of consciousness that helps realign our bodies and helps us be in a better state to like be vehicles of like the flow of consciousness and so for me like I think of it as like realigning like my my energy body as much as realigning my physical body and I don't know like I feel like it helps you tap in deeper into like this self that we have which I like and then Honestly, like the community is just really awesome. Like they have community meditation. Like the people are really. How long sweet. is the class normally? You know? Like it, an it's hour. It's nice to kind of have. Yeah, it's like an hour, and then they have okay. like um, other classes too. So like outside of Hoth, Hatha, and Vinyasa, like there's your Yin class, which is for deep, deep like stretching. So like for me in the beginning, like I really wanted to work on like my stretching and my ligaments and stuff, and so that's what you do for more like restorative work, and then they have like. They have like aerial yoga classes where you're like actually doing yoga with those like um you know those like those fabrics that come from the ceiling? You know what I'm talking about? Fabrics that come from the ceiling? Yeah, like you ever see those people that like be flowing in like fabric that be like attached oh, to the ceiling? Oh, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. aerial so something or something. Yes, 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 aerial. That's that's it, yeah. Oh. So they have that. And then they have like this, like, so the one that I do like in the summer, especially to like get your girl, you know, sculpted and ting, um, we have like this, uh, like a weighted sculpt flow yoga. And oh my mm-hmm. God, Rachel, that, that class be beating my ass. Like, oh my a gosh, like it's so hard, yoga. but so good. So it's like hit meets vinyasa meets heat well it's not really heated it's more like warm you know it's not like they have the full heat but they keep yeah, it yeah, yeah. warm and it's like non-stop for the hour just going like with weights and like body movement compound movement isolated movement like i never knew my muscles could twitch as much as they be twitching <laughs> after that class <laughs> that one sounds interesting I like it because it's more of like, because I, I hate going to the gym now that I found hot yoga. Like to me, gym is whack. Like people, like, I, I understand why people are gym life because I feel that for yoga. Like I'm like, I'm a hot yoga yeah. follower. Like I will chant it like I said, from the mountaintops, like a hundred percent. Like it just feels like right. You know, like it just feels like it's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I love it. Like I can't imagine my life without it i don't know why i haven't do it, done it forever because every time i've done yoga like i've always loved it so it's like it's like perfect for me i don't know well now you found it i have yet to I try know. yoga but you should try it bro you you gotta try it you i feel like you would like it too because 
you like that shit, you know? And I don't know. It's nice. It feels good. Like when you're done, especially after that sculpt one, you'd be feeling like a baddie because I'm telling you that's that, that is just hard, bro. Oh my gosh. Yes. I have yet to try it. It's on the list. It's on the list. I feel you. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to even get Will to try it. He, he, or this man. Oh my God. He's so funny. He cannot stretch. It's, 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 i'm like bro you need yoga more than me like oof. but yeah like that's just how i help like myself recharge usually it's like i do it four times what i lie i do it three times a week because technically tuesday i do meditation during the time that i would otherwise do yoga um and so like i do it yeah three times a week and that's pretty much all i do and like i can already see my body like changing in ways that like it's just like crazy. I'm like, oh my god, like my legs are low key, like girl. <laughs> muscles, he- hello. Muscles. I'm like, oh my god. Welcome. Gosh, when did you get here? Like definition, what? come through. The door. I know. Like, gains, gains. <laughs> Plus, I feel like it's yeah. such a good mental health challenge too, because it's like helping you deal with stress and helping you like work through stress. Because it's like when you're doing like physical activity, it's a stressful endeavor. And it's like, how do you keep the mind calm? How do you keep the mind focused? How do you keep the mind present? Uh, so it's a definitely a very interesting, like, mental health, I feel like, exercise as well. I have but, heard that when people who've done yoga, they mention, oh, yeah, it is physically challenging, but also mentally, I don't want to say soothing, but it, you there's also a huge mental aspect of that as well. With, I mean, with all physical activity, yes, but in terms of yoga, everyone's always like, you know, I feel more calm, I feel more more settled, more so-and-so, so I have heard that as well. Yeah, because, I mean, you have, like, like it, it forces you to focus, you know? It's not like you can't not focus when you're trying to do your, like, down, your balancing poses, because if you're not focused, you're going to fall, you know? And so it's, like, when you're in that state of, like, pure focus and concentration, that like, that, that's similar to like meditation which is what i hear a lot of people say is like their yoga is like a meditation a flowing meditation um Mm -hmm. because it forces you to stay present because if you're not in the present then you're going to fall out or like and so it's interesting because like the the teachers especially like especially when you're in shavasana which is corpse pose like they tell you like this is the pose to get all of the work from everything that you've just done for the past hour so let your body melt into the ground. Let the earth hold you. She's going to support you. Just let it all go. Just focus on your breath and let all that good energy, all that good work. Because to me, what I think is like really interesting about it is the energy that we build when we do things and like how our bodies are able to like build that energy and build that heat. To me, mm-hmm. that is very interesting. And so that's why I like it because it like, I'm curious about all that, you know, you know, you know me, I'm far into all that shit. And so it's like very interesting to see it happen in a physical way where like most practices, they don't really have like that physical component that you can tap into and be like everything that I'm learning, I can also experience, you know, so I like that. Interesting, Harshi. I guess like, what do you do to recharge or do you just chill and, and go for walks and boy lately hang out with people yeah that i i mean during a lockdown era 
Remember when that was a thing? Remember when masks were a thing? <laughs> Lol. I feel like they're um, trying to bring it back, though. Like, for real. In America? Yeah, bro. I keep hearing, like, COVID, and ugh, I'm just like, can we? Yo, y'all don't have monkeypox jumping all around in America right now? I mean, it's a whole freaking emergency. I don't know, bro. Biden said it's some sort of public emergency. I For the monkeypox? Like, can y'all? Yeah, it's something. Something so. Oh, you something sound so. like you're... <laughs> like you're worried. I'm not. I mean, I had chicken I know. pox, you know? It wasn't a fun time. I don't think then, that's the same so. shit, Harsha. I know it's not the same. Obviously, it's not the same monkey. I mean, if, if they was the same, they wouldn't have called it monkey pot. My thing is more of like, I'm just over the pandemics. I don't think Americans care at all, honestly. I don't think they let, give wait. the slightest F let me read about what it. I type in monkey pox and the first thing is, what do monkey pox do to humans? <laughs> Um, a rash that can look like pimples or blisters that appear on the face, inside the mouth, and other parts of the body, like the hands, feet, chest, genitals, or anus. Nice. Uh, the rash yeah. goes through different stages before healing complete. Oh, so there's like a... I shouldn't I shouldn't make it seem like it's chill because a rash on your okay, genitals or anus is not chill. That ain't, that ain't chill. No, I'm scared because I had a rash on my arm and it went away and now I'm like paranoid. Well, I don't think monkeypox. I don't, I think you would have known. I mean, I hope so. I thought it was just an insect bite, but you know, I've had chickenpox, so I know the trauma of shit just popping up on you. I don't know. Something bite happened. That they call monkeypox, Harsha. I don't know. Something happened. There was a bump on my arm. It wasn't going away, and now it went away. So I'm, you know. You know, it's like when you read like WebMD and you think you have cancer don't. every time, but like don't. You look up. I have a headache, and then it turns out you're either dying or growing cancer or something. You're dying. You have some fibrosis or parasite. You only have like five know. days to live. Nah. Now for a message from our sponsors. <laughs> Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. Okay, I feel like we got off topic though. So the monkey yeah, pox, um, yeah, is it's a thing. <laughs> but let's assume uh, we're yes. going into lockdown for it. <laughs> it's popping off in America. In America. Because people nasty, bro. These people don't know how to wash their damn hands. Like, I'm not surprised. Like And masks might be coming back. I mean, I have a good one. So luckily for me, I have like an amazing mask courtesy of Surface. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ain't worried about it. I got a good mask. Got that elite no, but shit, you know. So. Life is wild now because you'd be walking like in the city amongst, you know, a bunch of people who don't know where their house is. And 
And you're like, damn, remember when this wasn't allowed? <laughs> remember when we were wearing masks? <laughs> like sometimes on public transport, I catch myself going, oh, fuck, I don't have a mask. And then I'm like, wait, we don't we don't need one. We don't need that. No, that was our life. And then uh, quick as ever, it changed. Do people not wear masks at all? Because like here they still, there's still a large flock of the population that love their mask. Yeah, sometimes I, I see videos in America. People are still wearing their masks. But in the Netherlands, they're not, like, at all. Like, nobody's wearing them. You'll see you'll see some people in the grocery store, but I'm assuming that maybe means they have corona. They are sick. Yeah, or they're yeah. sick or they just have the flu. I think in general, if you're sick, whether it be corona or the flu or a common cold, and you're in public... I think wearing the mask is a good idea. I feel you. Yeah. But in general, like, people aren't wearing them. Because here, I feel like people are wearing them out of, like, a fashion statement. Like, I'm like, bro, like, why are you, like, it's hot outside. Like, what is going on here? Like, you can breathe the air. You know this, right? Like, it's it's Damn, okay. Their upper lip must be sweating. Bro. Who knows with these people, okay? Like, America is a special place. That's what I've come to realize. But but I guess then how are you recharging, like, given all of these changes? Like, what do you do? You know, when it's good weather, we go to the park. <laughs> what are the and, parks? Uh, like, what, what are, like, the popular parks? Or are there just, like, is it just, like whatever if i name them would you know (laughs) i can say a bunch of names and you'd be "Uh uh-huh no i mean each city has their own each city has their own parks and there's a main yeah but what if i come and i'm like i want to go to that park that rachel talked about on the chatterbox that one time but if you don't tell me like how would i know well i know in breda it's called valken valkenberg park that's the main park close to the station. That's a nice park. You know, a lot of people go there when it's nice weather. Bring your friends. Bring your drinks. Um, I boulder. I, call, I watch some good shows. I recently uh, started watching Rick and Morty. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been seeing. It's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. What else? What else do I do to recharge? Not much lately, actually, which sounds kind of... Oh, and oh, you know, yeah. No, not really, actually. When you when you kind of like put it all in a list, <laughs> not much. <laughs> I don't do much, Harsha. It's, it's no. just here. I mean, I mean, yeah. does that mean like, like, are you typically always of like good energy or do you ever feel like you get like really depleted and like, or do you usually are pretty good at like balancing your... Oh no, sometimes I I do feel myself like, like today, like if it's really hot too, naturally you just get drained because this 32 degree weather is, is no joke, especially if you don't have a fan, which I don't, that's on me. Um, cause these houses don't have friggin' fans. So you have central air at all or nah? No, (laughs) open a window. I feel you. That's all we have. here, they don't got that either. I don't get it. I'm like, guys, it's a heat wave. And they're like, yeah, well, you know. 
We'll stick it out. Life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, does do you get heat waves in the summer now over there? Or is it just like I, I can't I don't know what thirty two means in my head. I'm just like, um, that's a number. Thirty two Celsius to Fahrenheit. We'll just take a quick break while I Google. Uh eighty nine point six. I don't even know. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not that's I not mean, too bad. Okay. That's hella bad. I mean, it's I. I mean, it's St. Martin's at least in the nineties. You know, like it's yeah, I, but you it's, got it's, breeze, it's, you got beaches. Oh, it's a different kind of heat. This is this here. Is, here it's like it's like a sticky kind of heat. And all oh, these people want to be like in the a sun. Texas heat, like a. I, I don't know, Harsha. I've never been to Texas. It's because they don't <laughs> I get it all you day. You know, I feel. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I like it when it's hot out just because, like, as melanin. Like, I feel like my melanin needs the recharge. Like, No, it's nice It's nice to get country. a little sun. But, like, if you want to listen, don't you I mean, you burn like a lobster. Sun. Let's let's remember. Yeah, that's true. I get it. Dutch people love the sun, which, you know, to an extent, rightfully so, because during winter, it's brutal. But... If you yeah. go out to get drinks with them and something, and they're like, "Ooh, can we have a spot in the sun?" It's like I'm not trying to sit in the sun and cook. Oh, you know, I feel you. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to hydrate and dehydrate in the in the span of At seconds right time. now. You know, yeah. so like you could sit in the sun, but I want to sit in the shade. Maybe in have like shade. an arm, not even an arm in the fucking sun. Do they have like an umbrella or something? Or just yeah, of course, of course. But but a lot of the times, like when I work. Um, at work a lot of the people made sure being like oh um do you have a space in the sun or could we move this in the sun and it's like yo it's hot as hell out here like why why do you want to go direct under the heat yeah i mean to each their own but it'd be hot and it's not like there's a bunch of wind anyways it's just heat heat it's just heat. heat and then we have the lakes which is weird the lakes yeah i've How never experienced weird? a lake before i've never experienced a lake before oh so i mean rivers yeah in like grenada and stuff i've experienced rivers but a lake i was like we went to a lake first of all there's a lot of ducks there so it was like a duck sh- shit mine you had so to really home, walk Rachel. where else they support yeah the i shit? i, I know i'm not complaining toilets. about that but like you gotta tiptoe because you don't want to step on duck shit and then, I like, you. when you. we jumped in the water, I don't know why my head was like, okay, body of water, salty. You know, like, my head automatic, I'm just so used to the beach where so it, like, the water went in my mouth and I was shocked that it wasn't like, salty. I, I was like, wait, fuck, we're in a lake. Salt. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Strange. America has tons of lakes. So for me, I've gotten used to it because in Michigan, there's the Great Lakes and obviously it's fresh water Mm -hmm. and but i feel you like at least the lakes that i've been to haven't had too much of the duck poo poo but i feel you because there are like access to lakes where you can see the ducks are obviously this is their residence and like Mm -hmm. to me it's weird like to see people let their kids just run up and down i'm like bro this is how you catch some shit like i don't know that's another thing too my head was like how does this um like, how does the stuff in here circulate? Like, like I can't see the floor. What's going on? <laughs> you know? 
Was it like a dark so, lake, not like a clear blue lake? No, it was dark. Ooh, yeah. That's not Yeah, like I mean you could see your hands, oh, okay, but okay. you can't see all the you way to the ground. You can't see the floor. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Interesting experience. I mean, that's your first lake. Don't let that be your, you know. No, there, I know. There's I know, some I know. other pretty lakes. You know, I feel especially in Europe, I feel like there's a lot of beautiful stuff. Yeah. Me, so there is, there is. Was this it is cold as ice or was it just regular? Because yeah, the lakes this here was, this be was cold a couple, as ice. This was a couple months ago, so it was still pretty. Uh, and we went in the morning, so that shit would wake You're you crazy. up too. Oh, hell yeah. Like that, the mm. Wim Hof. I mean, you have to practice your Wim Hof breathing techniques. Because it's so cold. Don't you don't know who Wim Hof it, is? It wasn't that cold. It wasn't like, it wasn't, it was cold where you're like, okay, it's time to fucking get out because I can't really feel my hands right now. But it wasn't like you had to break the ice to get in there. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing like that. But no, Wim Hof's a Dutch dude. He's He's a fellow, he's a fellow, you know, Dutchy. Dutchy? He, like, pretty much, like, came up with, like, this breathing technique to help with stress. And he's, like, swam in the Arctic with, like, no clothes. Okay, with, like, shorts on, you know. And, like, he, like, did all this stuff that, like, scientists thought was, like, impossible. But he did it all through just controlling his breath and being present. And, like, because he has such a good body-mind relationship, like, even when it's frigid cold outside, like, he can tell his body to increase its internal body temperature or maintain its internal body temperature so that the external cold does not like affect him physiologically at all it's like pretty dope and so like he created this whole technique with like breathing that like apparently some people can like get into really interesting states of consciousness just doing his breathing technique like i've tried it a few times but yeah, I'm not like a consistent girl with the with the Wim Hof. <laughs> a consistent breather. You know? Yeah. Y'all. But I was curious, like in the snow, do they pay like shovel it for biking or like how does it hardly snows here work? during the winter. Really? It's more it's more rare for it to snow. Not rare, That's but most of the time, like maybe one or two days, it might snow, but a little, and it's like that shitty snow. Oh, so it's never but, like winter. Well, you know what's funny? Snow? No, no. You know what's funny is that this country is used to rain. Like it's known for being rainy, especially during the the autumn and winter seasons, and yet when it's really rainy or really windy, or it kind of snows, and emphasis on kind of. Fucking public transport acts like they've never seen anything like this in their lives. You know, like shit gets canceled, shit's uh, behind schedule, and it's like you're literally always raining, or windy, or or dealing with some kind of depressing-ass weather. But public transport's like, what? Rain? We don't know how to function. Cancel, cancel all all routes. That's hilarious. In America, they're yeah. like, "Oh, it's snowing!" Like, especially in Michigan, they're like, "Oh, it's snowing!" They're like, "Babe, you better get outside and catch that bus because it's not gonna wait for you. Like, you better be on it because." No, they're not like, even like, like, a like okay, sympathetic. it's not funny, 
but sometimes like the snow will be so bad that the buses get into accidents because they can't even oh, stop because yeah. the snow yeah, is so yeah. bad. And I mean, Damn, it's like rough. it's very, and they still keep it pushing. They they don't care. And they're like, it's snowing, yeah, but you still life don't to stop for no one. Yeah, exactly. Whereas here in Washington, they're like, it snows, shut down the whole state. Like we can't, we cannot, guys, not today. Damn. Michigan was like. No, <laughs> figure it out. This. Yeah, they're like, they're like, no, babe. In Washington, they're like, stay in your house, don't go yes. outside, stay safe, stay safe, guys. Michigan's like, mm, yeah, you've been there, so, done that, babe. Like, yeah, like we got this. Like, what's we, new? We like, get here. your ass to work. Yeah, exactly. They're like, we got shit to do. Like, no, babe. Mm-hmm. but it's interesting because america i feel like is not very much like a bike friendly country as much as like like in college towns sure you know like there are people that bike like from seattle to to work which to me is crazy but they do it um but like it's not it's not like i feel like in the netherlands where like it's very much built for bikes and yeah. less for like cars i wouldn't say less for cars uh city areas i feel that is the case less for cars more for bikes because like getting around cities in a car at least i know for i can speak for breda um yeah it's just you it's like very complicated because you can't go here this is a one-way street you can't you can't drive here you have to go here you have to go around here but it's very accessible by bike i mean there's there's designated you know uh uh what do you call it? roads for bikes painted uh, interesting do they have those like bikes. bikes that you can just rent like yeah yeah, yeah. Seen those where like or like scooters you can just rent yeah um we have um i think it's called swap feeds beats being bike mm. and you can rent that you pay like monthly oh and it's kind of it's one of these i think it's called swap feeds and it's kind of like you pay a certain amount a month. It's it's your bike for the amount of time that you're paying. And then like if you get stuck somewhere where a wheel is broken or something, or if a wheel breaks or if this something happens to something, that I think that's covered. So you can bring it in, they'll fix it, that's or they meet you, they fix it. Yeah. I think that's but, like, how it works. There, there's actually... like things in America where it's like not like that, but it's more of like pay as you ride. So it's like you get an app and like you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy, we have that like, too. Rides, but those are you know? those are scooters yeah 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 scooters yes we have that too like uh there's a couple companies that have risen here where you yeah you have the app and you locate where they're parked and you i think you pay per ride which is yeah it's cool. funny people people be stealing them or like breaking them yeah or like i've seen them, leaving them in the street yeah, yeah yeah i've seen there's actually an instagram page dedicated to to these scooters the way they're placed the way they're like the random ways they're placed parked blown up is wild yeah it's rough that's a rough now nah, but i would be so I'm curious i'm curious how like how people not necessarily people from st martin but because we're from st martin it's more relevant for us but how yeah. what were their first experiences moving here and and having to get a bike and using that as your transportation because i mean once you're in it it's normal obviously but we're not used to that shit back home 
So coming up here and, you know, you have your bike and you have to bike here. And then also that experience of, of going out and having to bike home kind of under the influence. That's also pretty <laughs> funny. You I can know? imagine just trying to keep it straight, just trying to get on the bike, just trying to unlock yeah. it, trying to remember where the hell you even put the bike in the first place. That's and then when it's when it when we have like really windy weather, shit, trying to bike in like that kind of weather is also a joke. You're not even moving. But is it's mostly flat, right? So it's not like you have to do like a lot of uphill or downhill. Oh no, Holland don't have hills. They might have a bump. Okay. Because, yeah, that's the one thing I didn't like is, like, if you're going to do all these uphill and downhill, I'm like, babe, no. No. No, no. here it's, 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 no, no but it's a nice, um, it's a, a nice little, it's like exercising, but you're also getting places, you know? I feel so like one way that. to look at it. How many Not tattoos anything. do you have now? <laughs> a random switch, but. <laughs> I mean, I. Is it random though? I mean, I was—I just be curious, you know. Uh, I only have two now. Only two? I thought you had more. No, I want more, but I only have two. I feel you. Unfortunately, you tattoos one, like, are an expensive hobby. Sorry. They are. No, I was like, they—they they totally are expensive. No, I was wondering if like, what are the tattoos you're thinking of? Like, would you get one like of Saint Martin, like t- with like a like a. A message that to Saint Martin, an, yeah, like a homage to Saint Martin. Um, yeah. yeah, but I'd want it to be a little because you know you see a lot of tattoos that are like the shape of Saint Martin, which is yeah. classic. I will say it is a classic, yeah. nice one. But also the coordinates, yeah. Those are the top. Those are the top two. The top I would two. want something or like seven two one or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> the area code. Um, yeah. So I would want something that you know has a tie to Saint Martin, but I just haven't figured out. How what to are make. the other like? What are the ideas that you have for? I don't really have ideas. I have three that I want to. Actually, I have four that I would love feedback on from you. So wait, wait, wait. How many tattoos do you have now? One. Just the one. Oh. But I would like more, too. Okay. So, and I can show you. So, like, the one, there's on my my left bicep, upper bicep, I think I want to get one that's, like, of, like, the cosmic serpent. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember draw you told that me about one. that. Yeah, yeah. Then on my right bicep i do like how like you know how you have like the golden like right above mm-hmm. your elbow crease mm-hmm. I w- but i would want like some words or like a pat like some like a sentence or something i don't know what but some sort of word play or some sort. it'll come to you yeah and then on like the back bicep of the right arm i saw this girl that had this like incredible when i was in hawaii she had like this cool ass like shroom tat like i imagine like you had like a rasterized image of like a different mushrooms i thought Mm -hmm. that was hella cool and i love like the important role that they play in just like our being and like the recyclers of the world so i wanted something like that on like the back arm and then for like say martin because obviously i agree like i would love to have something that pays homage to like where 
I was birthed. Um, I was Uh thinking of like, so I really like the idea. I've been seeing these like tattoos on Instagram where it's like, like imagine you had like a painting and then someone took like a line from that painting and then put it on you. But I don't know, like I want to have something that has like the the flamboyant flower, like our national Mm -hmm. flower, but like in a painting of sorts. But the thing is, I don't know where I would want to put that line or like that block or like a square cut out of like a painting. And it could be like um, a painting our national of like a flower painter. Our national flower is a yellow sage. No, 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 or no. Not Google that it. one. Could- There's a, I know, but like the other one that like we see a lot in like our symbology, the flamboyant flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, I know what you orangey- mean, but. Oh, yeah. that's just like that's not our official flower, is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I lessons think, learned. I think yes. Yeah, I think yes. It says the yellow sage. Google. Yeah, Google says yellow sage. Um, what does Google know? I'm kidding. Um, everything and nothing. I swear it was. I do think it is the yellow sage. I think you're totally right about that. Yeah. Um, and then oh, plus- it's our national tree. There we go. That's oh, what it is. It's our national okay. tree. She got a fat. Yeah, the yellow sage is our national flower. Oh hell no! Nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that I'm our national to... fucking bird. A big ass. Thank you. Next pelican at your back. Oh, I'm good. It's cute. But like but upside no. down, so um, the beaks on your ass. Oh, like if it was like a uh, an image of the ones outside of our airport that got destroyed and rebuilt, like those. <laughs> Them no, demon you. looking ones. <laughs> I know, right? No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking, at least. I don't know. That could be nice. You're going to be all tatted up. Yeah. It's interesting because nobody ever sees my one tat. So I feel like people look at me, like at work, and think, like, like, you know, this innocent, cute little girl. And I'm like, babe, you don't even know the tip of the iceberg, boo boo. Like. <laughs> Wait, how does it with your employees at Microsoft? Are there a lot of yeah. people with tattoos? Um, because that's always a big thing. Like when you want to get tattoos in visible places, the first comment somebody makes is, "Yeah, it's but like work. for jobs, for jobs though." That's well, not Microsoft a good idea. is a place that like I don't think they would care. You know what I mean? Like they would never say like, "Oh, Nicole, like you have a tattoo, you can't have that." Um, I don't and especially don't think in my role like it matters that much people don't I mean like some people have like you know but it's not like a big deal it's not like they would ever be like oh we can't hire you because you have that there or like because there's people that have like all kinds of piercings and like their hair is dyed all kind of colors and stuff and it they care more about like you being just your authentic self so from my perspective I don't think it would matter I think it would more just surprise people like what they mm-hmm. think of me they might be like oh nicole like you got a tattoo like oh um but other than that i don't think like okay good. i don't think it matters because, um yeah. i would like to think that that's not really a problem anymore but of course it is yeah Where i know if I you have a lot you. of tattoos there's a certain uh perception i mean they can think what they on. want i mean I feel you. And they can have that perception. Like, I can't control that at the end of the day. No, exactly. But to me, I but... think, like, I've already built a lot of respect. And, like, people yeah. know that, like, 
I am obviously about my ish. So I don't think them seeing me show up with a tattoo would be like, oh my God, like who is this girl? Like they still already kind of know me. So have you bought any new plants lately? Oh, my camera's not on, so you can't see. Um, yes. It has turned into somewhat of an obsession. Some might say. I don't think it is an obsession. Some might say. I think it's an extension of self. I think it's like humans just wanting to rebuild the the, the jungle indoors. You know. Yeah, I know it's it's hard when you're walking and you pass a plant shop, and then you accidentally get sucked in. Like, what are you supposed to do? Not buy a plant, you know? I know. What are like, you supposed to do? You're already not, here, not, not by choice. You know, you might as well browse. Let me ask you something. And I'm not, I've never yeah. done this, but this is a, this is um. what do you call? Anyways, I'll just jump in. Um, is it, Okay. Called stealing, technically stealing, if you go to like a big plant store and take clippings so you can propagate them. I've never done it, but I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind. Like you just take a, a, a clipping of the plant so that you can propagate it at home. Oh. I mean, if they catch you, yes, they could argue that you're hurting their plant um i'm talking about stealing i'm not talking about you're not they don't hurting know. the. i'm confused so yeah i mean if you take a cut like but the thing is like would they be fine with i mean i don't know no they wouldn't like, be fine with that a, but you're saying because then you're you not buying the plant no yeah yeah no, exactly sure. <laughs> is it technically stealing if you take a clipping and you bring it home and grow it yourself because that way you didn't really you didn't buy the plant well then, yeah. Is it so? We've determined that it is technically stealing. I mean, if if we're if we're being technical about it, I would. If I was the shop owner and Rachel came into my shop and took a clipping of my potus plant and didn't buy a plant and left my store, I would be like, "This bitch just stole a piece of my plant." Well, okay. Well, if you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it, but I would no, be lying if like, I said it didn't as cross a my mind. Hello, it didn't cross your mind. I mean, I feel it because these plants be hella expensive, and all you and they propagate yeah. themselves, so it's like pure. Sometimes profit. you. So the other day, I picked up a plant, I and I was like, you. "Ooh, nice! Like this would look nice." And then I looked at the price, and it was like ninety euros. I said, "For why? For why is exactly. this ninety for, euros?" For nature. I for put nature. that shit right back. I know, like, and walked away. I feel you. I feel you. No, 100%. Like, sometimes even when I'm on the street and you see, like, one of them nice, like, beautiful plants and you can tell it's one that you can propagate, I'd be like, can I just pull up on the side of the road and, like, cut off a piece real quick and, just <laughs> and grow my own plant? Like, tell to, get up, cut to me, that's not stealing. Like, if you, like, at a hotel I mean... and they got this beautiful plant and you took a clipping of it and went home, I wouldn't consider that stealing. Well, I feel like you can argue your way out of that one because you did... Like, the ethical boundaries here are a little blurred. Because, <laughs> I mean, you did pay to be in the hotel. So, like... Eh, what if you just, you know... You, you could, it's like DV. You can argue your way through it. You went to it. the beach. And, you know, on the way you saw some landscaping that caught your eye. And you just took a little piece. 
to go home. Like, I mean, yeah, the reason I mean, why yeah, I feel you like could it's argue that it's area, in nature. Yeah, it is a great area because people have done this to like my mom and it kind of pissed her off because she was like, we had like this big rose tree and someone did that where they drove past our house and then they went to take like a propagation off of the plant. But because they were dumb and didn't know what the hell they were doing, they screwed up the plant and then the plant died. Damn. I mean, that's different because that's your house. Somebody went on your fucking like (laughs) property close by your front front door and was like, "Ooh, let's grab one of these. I want this. Like, this is cute. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a a great area. You know, I wouldn't wouldn't put you in jail for that. But no, someone petty might a Karen might, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Gray area, bro. Decision. So you know, like, it's a it's a gray area. So I've been thinking a lot about festivals, right? Like lately, because like Mm -hmm. you know, as the world opens back, and as we are now in our you know lavish twenties, I'm trying to live life and live up before I bring more life into this world. Because I've been seeing people get married left and right, and damn, you've been talking about you talking about kids. Left and right. No, I'm saying like I see other people doing this, oh, and it's kind yeah. of like scaring me a little bit because I'm like, shit, like these people are like my age, you know. And then I look at William, and I'm like, you better not get no plans, bro, because relax. Like, <laughs> Bring the ring relax. back. <laughs> yeah, like relax. Um, but like with festivals, I've just been thinking about them because like obviously I want to go to a bunch and like I really like like one of the festivals that I like always thought I wanted to go to as a kid was like Woodstock, like the 69 Woodstock because it would look like such a vibe of like love and peace and people just enjoying music. And then I watched this documentary mm-hmm. about the last Woodstock in 99. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wasn't that a shit? I didn't I didn't know much about it, but I, Netflix made it seem like it was a shit fest. Oh, it was a oh my god. Like I just watched the whole thing. It was terrible. Oh my god. Give it was me so don't bad. tell me everything, but give me like two characteristics of what happened. Um capitalism and peace and love don't go together. That will be my first Natural. point. Naturally. And yeah. rock music can definitely instigate poor behavior. And I do think that, like, the reputation of, like, Woodstock 69 put a lot of, like, the wrong idea into a lot of young men's mind about what, like, Woodstock was all about. And I think people turned it into, like, a, like, sex driven drug fest of like insanity that just got amplified by like very violent rock music it's the best way i can describe it paired with kids Damn. that hated the idea of how capitalism ruined something that was meant to be like a festival of like real love and enjoying the earth and like being one and like being all like, you know, just free spirited. Like to me, it was such a shame because as a girl who like obviously wants to be able to live her like freely, like I felt so bad for the girls there because they were being sexualized left and right. Like these girls couldn't be topless without some dude every like two seconds trying to grope them. It, like it was just insane. Yeah. Like exactly. Like like it's just like oh, it's so sickening to think about. And 
yeah, it was it was a shit show. But that being said, like I just been trying to think about like all the other festivals that I would love to go to, even though because Woodstock is obviously never going to be a thing again, thanks to those mofos. So like just trying to think like obviously Tomorrowland, Coachella, Tomorrowland. Would you go to Burning Man? Um, I'd have to do some more research on that, but have you heard about it or not? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> uh, I think one of the quotes that somebody said is, "What happens at Burning Man stays at Burning Man," so that kind of sets the tone for what is happening at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mean, I would totally go. It. it I mean, it fun. looks like an experience. It looks like an experience, definitely. Um, yeah, exactly. Tomorrowland looks like a lot of fun too. Yeah, exactly. I've heard about this Siget Siget Festival. I think that's in Budapest. Mm. That's also that sounds fun. What else? I would love to go to like a blondish like performance or something. Like I love her vibe, so it'd be cool to go to like one of her shows. Yeah. I love her like DJ mixes. She was like on the island and like I love her mixes. No, I love what she's all about. But I'm just trying to plan because like I would love to like yeah go to festivals and like obviously you have to plan and like know what you have to bring because like you have to like obviously you know have like tents or like have your camping yeah. put together and like go with a squad. But it's a part of living my best life, you know, is to go out and jam to great music with great people and just live life and enjoy the moment. And have an experience. Yeah, there's a lot of festivals fun. that happen in, Hol- in Holland, um, but a lot of them are like, I think, hardstyle and, and techno. Which you don't is have not any like really... Afro fests or like, like more um, they just had a reggae festival. I think it was a reggae festival in Rotterdam. And that seemed interesting. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't go, but that seemed interesting. But a lot of the times, the festivals that they do have are like techno and hardstyle, I think. And that's not like one or two songs. Are there cool like venues in the Netherlands? Um, venues in terms of where they just hold. Um. Well, we have the Ziggo Dome in Amsterdam, which is where like a lot of artists perform. When they're on their tours, um, there's a there's another little one, not a smaller one in in uh, Amsterdam as well. I can't remember the name of that, which is where a lot of other events also happen. But uh, I think it kind of just happens all around. Depends on the city. Yeah. But Ziggo Dome is like the main like place. Oh okay. Yeah, no, yeah. there's just, like, some cool, like, venues in the States that I would love to go to a show to at. Like, for example, look up, like, Red Rocks Amphitheater in, like, Colorado. That place looks like such a cool vibe. Because um, of just, like, the natural rock formations into, like, this dope amphitheater. And, like, I had a friend that went to a Kurgabin concert there. And Kurgabin is, like, my favorite band. So... I can only imagine. Ooh, like, their vibes this looks are really next interesting. Level, right? So cool. And it's like, it's just nature. You know, like, I like places that I feel like allow you to vibe, but like showcase the beauty of nature and they bring oh. people together to like have such a cool experience. 
And there's a photo of it like at sunset, so you see a lot yeah. of the pink and blue hues. Ooh, that's yeah. pretty. Right? What? I know. Seems like such a vibe. Yeah. I'm adding it to the bucket list. I'm trying to say, like, I've been trying to like figure out how do I plan for the life that I know I want to have to have the experiences that I know I really feel called to have and like sort of like manifesting my life or like writing the play or the storyline to like my existence so that, you know, I can yeah, but live I feel it up. to a certain extent, to a certain extent you can do that, but you know, life, there's a lot of shit that just goes on that's out of your control, you know, so you can have a plan and you can, I mean, yeah, you can have a plan and you can have certain ways you'd like that plan to play out, but then, you know, life has, you know, plays its course and kind of, can fuck that up or deter it or, or give you something even better that you didn't know that you can have, you know? So to this a certain extent, planning is good to create structure and make sure that you're, you're moving and that you're progressing Facts. and growing, but um, don't over plan. Don't, don't have no, the plan by a chokehold. No, I feel you. I feel you. No, I look at it as planning, but without setting expectations, so it's like you can have a plan. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a good don't idea. Set yeah, an yeah, expectation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I feel you. Because like it, it's one thing that I've actually I really like that you said that. Because like it's one thing that I've been like thinking about is like how do you plan but you don't get so attached to your plan that it like stops you from really experiencing. Because you're like, oh my god, like this is not going perfectly to plan. That means it's a shit show. When really it's mm-hmm. like you can plan as much as you want, but like you said, like life is always gonna have its own like plans for you like you might say i want to go to the grand canyon but you get to the grand canyon and like the entrance is closed so like where are you gonna go now you know like you just gotta flow with it like okay i'm here but we're just gonna yeah gonna flow so i feel you and i honestly feel like when you don't set it when you don't expect anything like it allows you to be much more open to the experience yeah. and you can have like you discover things that maybe you weren't expecting to discover but that makes it better because it's like it just happens you know and you're not like holding back you're like oh my god like this is still good I yeah, can exactly. still enjoy myself no. still have yeah. like an idea of where you'd like to go and things you'd like to do yeah. and, and so on and so forth have an idea and of course you know, create ways that you can get to that place because else, yeah, you can't really see if you're if you're growing or progressing. If you don't really have a plan and you're just kind of like, oh, I'll see what happens all the time. If it works yeah. for you, then of course, to each their own. But I feel like, you know, if you if you try to control too many things, you're constantly going to be exactly. met with setbacks. And exactly, I've learned that exactly. the hard way with some things as well. It's like you can't really have control over everything. You're always going to be met with some kind of, of wall if you try to really have a chokehold on everything. Exactly. Like, Will has this saying that I like where it's like, control the controllable and everything else. Yeah. Just let it go. Like. Yeah, exactly. And it can be hard. Because, like, 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 your ego wants like to control simple, everything. Yeah, like, simple things like, as if, if you get stuck in traffic and there's a traffic jam because of an accident or something like you can't control that. You can't, this isn't your fault. This isn't something that you did to put yourself in this place. It just so happens that there's a traffic jam, you know? So just accept the fact that you're going to be in the car for a while, you know, and then just be like, it is what it is. The the infamous phrase, it it is what it is. Exactly. And how can we make this an enjoyable experience or an experience where you're not I guess depending on people bored as fuck or where you're able to do something yeah. and keep yourself busy. 
you know i think yeah, uh, exactly. that's one of the most simplest examples is that you didn't do anything to purposely put yourself here so you can't control the this outcome you can just sit your ass down yeah. and entertain yourself until you can start moving again literally like that's like when you say like it is what it is like that's like something that i've been trying to just accept every day is like it is what it is you know life is what it is and like our ego constantly is trying to fight that with our expectations or our assumptions or our wants and needs and that causes us to suffer so much and it's like there's no need for that like there's really no need because it is what it is like there's literally nothing you can do about that it is what it is but yeah i feel like people like that phrase that phrase can be used very dangerously too yeah like to when just people dismiss just people yeah yeah exactly or dismiss their own behavior it's like oh well it is like, what it is, is. What it it's is. like no it isn't it isn't <laughs> it's your it's your stupid ass behavior you know like yeah. people use it to not know, take so accountability yeah yeah and just and just stamp a it is what it is on it it's like no it isn't like i am the way that i am you're just gonna have to accept it i'm like um yeah so you're not which gonna is take also any responsibility. dangerous mindset yeah. Like, yeah, like you're not gonna take responsibility. Mindset. It's crazy. Exactly. People, you're not gonna... people can easily convince themselves of so much, which it's like insane. Like I'm surprised most. I mean, most people aren't sane. Let's be real. But it's like the way that we talk ourselves into being crazy is like crazy how so much easier than you think like like when people like dismiss stuff and they're like well it is what it is like i don't need to take any accountability like and they talk themselves into being like oh well everybody else just doesn't understand me and because they don't understand me and i love myself i'm just gonna cut them off and say well well clearly you know we just aren't meant to work together or whatever instead of like trying to understand that like we are supposed to be able to work together. Like our social nature yeah. is so unique to like our well, humanity, and like for I don't us even to not think it has to do with like I don't think it has any much to do with we are able to work together. It just has much a lot to do with self reflection and understanding that in the simplest terms, you fucked up. You need to acknowledge that you fucked up, and then you go on from there. But if, if I I have also run into I think. No, but it, it also has to do with insecurities. It has to do with the fact that they failed or the fact that they did something wrong. And, you know, that hurt their ego if they admit it. And it, I I mean, I know everybody has come into contact with somebody who had that kind of behavior or who, or who even portrayed oh, yeah. that behavior themselves, you know? And it's just, it it that kind of behavior is, I don't want to use toxic. It's very self-sabotaging. It's also very immature in a way because it, if if you go on a thing to, to the what you just said, like that's that's one road of thinking where it's just like, oh, you know, um, I didn't do anything that maybe we're just not meant to work together, and we're not you're, you're on a you're lower vibration than me, so I'm not I'm just gonna cut you off. And it's just like, no, you had a really shitty attitude, you did not take accountability, and instead of doing so, you know, I think that's also dangerous behavior to be like, oh, we're not on the same level. It's like no you you messed up you 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 did something that was not okay or or they go on the defensive where they'll be like oh so you think you're better than me because you pointed out this flaw in me like who do you think you are like you're not better than me that's also work to do and it's like that's also sounds like manipulation 
Yeah, and that's but, um, also insecurity. Okay. That comes from a place of, yeah. of ego and insecurity as well, which is also, uh, yeah. Yeah. The ego is and an it's onion. also a learning. That's what I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> it's an onion. Yeah, definitely. The more you peel, the more you have to peel until you realize that it's nothing. <laughs> like, that's why the I feel like. The more you peel, the more you have I to I just peel. try not to judge. Yeah, the more you peel, the more you gotta peel. Because, like, like, people will think that they're enlightened or that they somehow have reached, like, some sort of great understanding. And then they yeah. try to use that against other people. And they're like, oh, look at these people who are just taking photos for the gram. Like, look at them. Like, oh, you shouldn't care. And it's like, um, why do you care? Like, they're taking photos. They're enjoying their life. They yeah. want to share that with people. Like, this is how they want to go about their life. Like, let them be. Like, it's not bothering you. It's not hurting you. So when they yeah. want to twerk for the gram, let them twerk. They're enjoying life. Twerking is a part of life. Humans twerk. Twerk away, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a good exercise. Exactly. Like, she's building confidence. She's feeling empowered. She's feeling confident. You know, like, who are we? Like That's why I feel like I'm never, ever, I feel like, in a place where I feel like, even when I judge people, it's more my ego than anything. Because I'm like, there's no reason, mm -hmm. like, for me to judge like I don't care like they're doing them I'm gonna do me like you might feel like it you might resonate with it you might hate it but that's fine like you're entitled to feel the way that you do but keep your opinion to yourself yeah or, or at least don't let it like ruin your own mood yeah exactly like just that's because other people silly. are living their lives and doing it the way they want to live it silly silly games silly it's silly 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 can I say, though, I'm very proud of us in our friendship because I feel like so many times, you know, people would always say that we wouldn't be friends and that we would just You mean the teachers from our school? And, <laughs> I mean, not even just them. Like, even before that, like, I had people tell me that we were not going to be friends forever and that, you know, we were just going to become strangers and... To me, like, I was always like, um, it's cute that you believe that, but, like, I know <laughs> Rachel, and I know myself, and, like, unfortunately, she can't get rid of me, and I can't get rid of her, so it's like, I don't know, like, she, like you could go get married and have kids and do whatever the hell you want to, and I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still be around, be on your ass, be like, what's up, like, what's going on, what's, what's, what's you have kids? You know, I'll never... <laughs> No. You were no, married? Please, do not put these words in the universe. I mean, I will be of it. Knock on wood. I don't expect Will to drop me like it's hot, but, you know, I mean... My thing is more, at the end of the day, no matter where I am in my life, like, my door will always be open. I love you. Like, you're my homie. Oh, I love you too, Harshi. Nicole Harshi. Yeah.